This edition of True Hill Heat is brought to you by the Indie Wrestling Expo. Three shows in two nights on August 28th and 29th from Dallas, Texas. Featuring Nick Aldis defending the NWA World Heavyweight Championship against Jeff Cobb and a winner of a Battle Royal. Now this is True Heel Heat. Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Heel Phenom, SP3. We are back once again with our latest podcast, True Heel Heat 89 and this is our very very special three-year anniversary three years of true hill heat on this edition we will be celebrating our three-year anniversary and discussing all your latest wrestling news including all the fallout from wwe SummerSlam weekend issues and there's a lot of them with wwe thunderdome <laughs> the post takeover 30 episode of wwe nxt and preview both new japan pro wrestling summer struggle jenko stadium finale yes say that five times fast and wwe payback this weekend i am back once again with the princess of all the true heels miss chrissy love hey boo you you can't give her a chance. Ah, to say I hi? missed her. Jesus, you not you not so much, but oh my god, yes, the hugs is real, and she's wearing the she's wearing the homie from Brooklyn, the Torius. I think the I think the people at home would love love to hear her voice. It's Chrissy. Hi, how you doing, Chrissy? Sorry. I, I think Sorry. I think she's on. Sorry. I think she's just, on mute. She she muted herself. <laughs> Sorry, hey guys. Hello. Sorry. We, you see, you see I, 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 that was actually I had her. I had her back. You know what I mean? So you know. Thank just, you, she friend. Didn't, she didn't even know she was on mute because you're talking. I so did not. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna and we're gonna keep that in because this they, we Please. like stuff. Back. You have to. <laughs> and back with us, the prodigal son returns. He is our resident true heel alcoholic, top guy JJ. On board. This is I. I didn't even wait. Not even waiting. <laughs> Not even waiting. Oh and my God! It's good to see y'all. My goodness. It's been, been like down, forever. Man. It's been Shout a long out. time. Shout out to my man Chris G. You know he held it down. Yay, he kept, yes, kept, Chris G. He, he kept the seat warm, man. You know he had he had big shoes to fill, but but we have another person who's filling in big shoes from our our great lineup of guest hosts. We have another one who's very special for a three yes. year anniversary. He is the fabulous fashionista of Ooh. New York. He is a stylist, occasional wrestling promoter. He is uh, the social media producer and booker for Uncanny Attractions, podcast creator himself for the Queer Nerds and PW Mothership. Nice. This man is multi-talented. It is Darnell Mitchell. Well, damn, that was a really long introduction. I mean, I the fact... Again, that, I told you, I'm pretty amazing. So, <laughs> a lot of facts we've got to go through. Uh, so, thank you so much. I normally would be wearing a suit, but it's fucking hot because it's 90 degrees outside. So, yeah. uh, I love you. And I love that uh, 
he's like the alcoholic as I'm sitting here drinking my 9% beers. It's going to be great. <laughs> hey, hey, 9% is better than water. Yep. Mm-hmm. Darnell, tell the people at home about yourself and please tell them about Uncanny Attractions on IWTV. Well, uh, like you said, I am a uh, stylist first and foremost. Uh, I love wrestling. Uh, I've been watching wrestling for 24 years. Uh, I got into the off wrestling business a couple of years ago by doing podcasts. And from that, worked for a couple of wrestling companies. Uh, And then I met Envy Young, which a lot of people know Envy Young. Uh, Envy and I became really good friends. And we met uh, Lynn Fraley. Lynn Fraley is actually the original producer of Coachella. Uh, She's done three Super Bowl halftime shows. She's done probably most of the music videos you love from the 90s she's produced. And we all worked together when we came up with Uncanny Attractions. Um, we felt that uh, wrestling didn't represent what the world looked like. So why mm. don't we just make it? So our biggest thing about the company is, first of all, we are three people who co-run it. Um, one is a pansexual wrestler. The other is a queer woman. And one is a queer black man. Never before seen in wrestling. Uh, nope. So... <laughs> One of the things that's great is that we kind of are able to embody everything that you would want in wrestling because we make sure we see ourselves in the ring. Uh, So we primarily, we do hire, you know, straight white guys. Like, that's okay. You can can join the party. Uh, (laughs) But the majority of our um, wrestlers in our locker room and our family are queer people, uh, people of color, black people. Uh, women, gender non-conforming people. Um, we always have drag performances throughout our show. Uh, we just try to make wrestling really fun because mm. I just think if it's a bunch of like 30-minute work rate matches, that shit is fun. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. People wearing sparkly underwear. Like, let's have some fucking fun. So, uh, yeah. And um, we've, uh, we're about to release our technically fifth show um, very soon on September 9th. Uh, it's going to be really interesting because it's like no other show before. It's uh, the first ever, from what I know, a fully cinematic show. The entire show is cinematic. Uh, We'll have some great, cool things in between all the matches that we're working on. Uh, It's going to be on IWTV. This will be our first uh, new content on IWTV, September 9th, 10 p.m. The best thing is you need to watch from beginning to end because September 9th to September 16th, all of the proceeds of the money that we make from it will go to charity. Uh, One will be Save Our Stages, which helps liberal arts and um, get people who are in the arts uh, some money for these venues that do nothing but, you know, uplift our youth. And the other is to Trans Women of Color Collective, because whether or not you realize it, trans black women save everything. So (laughs) we want to make sure we give back as much as possible and do shows that, like, You know, our company is really unique and it's really different and we want to continue to be unique and different. So doing the first ever fully cinematic show is something that we think is really cool. It's the safest way to run a show. Yeah. You know, everyone was COVID tested and all the crew wore masks. Everything was very timed. Um, So I hope people like it. And if you don't like it, I don't really give a fuck. Just watch it for charity. (laughs) Absolutely. That's what you know, it's all about. I, 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 yo, listen, man. I, that's sold right there. Entertainment. No 30-minute matches. That's right up this guy's alley. He likes some 47-minute New Japan matches and shit. You know, like... <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think wrestling is like sex. If you can't get to the point in 10 minutes, I don't want to be there. Oh! 
I love this guy. When did you? Oh my god! I I hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to take a shot because um, I'm 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 gonna have to get I'm gonna have to get my unfiltered game up a little bit for this one. Apparently, yeah. I I, I gotta say, that is one of the best opening lines that we've gotten from a guest. (laughs) Get to the point. I got it. I got it. You can jump off a shit. Can you get me to my destination? That is all I need to know. It's all I need to know. I, I love it. him. I don't get it. Love it. Patches should be right. like all wrestling shows should be no longer than two hours and twenty minutes. Who needs more wrestling than that? It's it's true. It's, it's true. true. I, I I've been I've been loving all it's these. True. Shows. It's damn true. <laughs> I these shorter, these shorter shows. I will. Pay-per-views, yes. It's like ten o'clock is our max time. We are done and it's over. You could get home at a decent time now. I'm thirty fucking four. Right I don't have time for this. I got shit yeah. to do. Yeah. This shit to you, do. You're gonna feel right at home with us, sir. Yeah. So. Salute to that. <laughs> Salute. Salute. I gotta get my cup here. Right. <laughs> I, I had to take a shot to that shit. Of course. I so had to take a real shot to that. And I had no intentions of really drinking. Just, <laughs> just like Darnell says, we are all about supporting independent wrestling. So this edition of True Hill Heat is also brought to you by our very good friends at Independent Wrestling Expo. That's going down in Dallas, Texas uh, this weekend, August 28th and 29th. Uh, if you're if you're in the Dallas area, it's at the NY Tech Sports Center. And if you're not in Dallas, Texas, you can get it on Fight TV for 15 bucks for both nights. I know warrior wrestling their one show was 15 bucks but these this double weekend this double shot you can get it for 15 bucks on fight tv true hill heat is working with them so we want to shout them out at the top of this show and of course to everyone watching at home our viewers our listeners if you're watching us on youtube right now push the like button show your support for this edition of true hill heat there's the i card down at the bottom where you can subscribe and the bell to stay notified for all the great content right here and of course we got to start off the show with our true heel roll call that that sir darnell since your first time with us is where we shout out all our supporters on social media on our youtube channel wherever they are if they're supporting true hill heat we want to show our recognition to them so we got to shout out our th- top three conversation starters on the true hills group page our true hill trinity coming in at number three speaking of new japan and in th- 40 minute matches the new <laughs> japan the new japan aficionado james Wims is coming in at number three uh Coming in at number two is Charlie Layton. And coming in at number one is the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. 83 weeks. 83 weeks straight. Yes. Yo, you know what, though? Shout out to James Wims because he has been there, like, every week at that number. He's been hanging on that top three, like, every week. He's just there every week. He's easy. He's sticking in there. He's he's in there. He's in there, and he's got he's got opinions, and he's always shouting us out. So we got to shout him out as well. Uh Jake Jack Color. We got to also shout out C.J. Smith, Robert A. Horn, Des Cook, and Yardy. 
Guevara. So shots out to them and our YouTube subscriber highlight. We got one guy who's who's hitting us up with all the comments on our YouTube channel. It's Kayfabe Tactics, the king of the comment section. He says on J News Japan episode 26, I legit didn't even know that that was Flip Gordon until the end of the match. LOL. He looks so different now. Really excited for Kenta versus Mox. And I think Kenta has to win since Mox is mostly with AEW at this point but he can't work for new japan in the u.s right thanks for the video and thank you kayfabe tactics for always commenting in our youtube videos you are one of our top supporters so we want to shout you out and we segue into from there to what we miss and what we miss was a very busy weekend i think it was darnell on his uh twitter page i think you said does everybody have a show this weekend and it was like everybody that. we're in a fucking pandemic y'all <laughs> it was crazy yep Literally, if you went on any social media, somebody was talking about some wrestling show. That's that's what it was all about this weekend. But the big one was, of course, WWE SummerSlam on Sunday. And the big news that came out of that was the end of the show with uh, one of our favorites. This is our three-year anniversary. I got I to gotta work on my vocal cords for the hit song that we created on our first episode. Of oh. True before, before True Hill Heat even started, let me... <clears throat> Y'all ready? Roman. <laughs> Roman. 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 The, the big, big dog. Roman. 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 <laughs> Roman. He's so strong. strong. <laughs> the big dog. He is back. He <laughs> wait, wait. Everyone so, and leave. Yeah, I just want to make sure we're clear. We appreciate Roman in his house or we don't appreciate Roman? We, in his house? Oh, no. There we're Roman Reigns lovers over here. Okay. Because oh, a bitch was about to have to take out the earrings, get this some. No, food. no, 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 no. Roman so is we, fucking we great. Yes. Roman on yep. this show. <laughs> he, is a, he is a fantastic wrestler who will go down, whether or not someone wants to like it, he will go down in probably most people's top 10 wrestlers of all time. He's. Yep. He reminds me of John Cena, where it doesn't matter whether or not he can do 57 moves. That's okay, random Japanese guy, number 47. Um, <laughs> but, like, he knew Japan shots are epic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, it's just so weird. I have friends that are like, oh, I wish he had 15 more moves. Like, why? If you can do it hey! in five moves and you can get the crowd hyped and you can get a reaction every single time you go out there, I'm so. I think he's fantastic. One of also, the, he's fine as fuck. So, <laughs> one of the key, but one of the keys to me with professional wrestling is the stars you make. And Roman actually mentioned that in his return. He returned at the end of SummerSlam, attacking the Fiend Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman after the Fiend defeated Braun Strowman for the Universal Title to end that show. And he said, and I quote to Braun Strowman, "You're not a monster unless I'm here." So I. Mm. I I love it. Made you. <laughs> and he didn't, made he, he you. Didn't, he lied all because think about it. What's uh, I, I remember? I distinctly remember after Roman and Braun wrestling four or five times, everyone kind of be like, "Oh yeah, I'm not into Braun anymore" because I realized he fucking sucked, <laughs> and he was only good when he wrestled Roman because Roman elevates people. Mm. Oh. That is what the big dog does. And Chrissy Love, what was your thoughts on the return of the big dog? 
Um, wait, wait, wait. Or as WWE put it a hundred times on Monday Night Raw, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. The big dog is back. <laughs> we had no fucking clue that happened. Like, we didn't see any of social media. We didn't see. <laughs> we literally no said idea that shit happened 22 right. hours ago. Exactly. Like, uh, <laughs> but I was very excited to see uh, Roman get back. And Roman's been doing some work in, um, since he's been on vacation. Yeah, COVID has done him very well. So, you mm. know, I was very excited to see him at the end of that match. I was very surprised. Very, very excited. So, so one thing I got to ask our special guest here. This is a very big debate among uh, wrestling fans, Darnell. Did Roman turn heel? Because I don't think he did. I just think he had an edge. You know, I don't look at wrestling anymore as heel and babyface. Because I just think you like who you like. Because uh, I, I think that most... The things that makes heels great is that they actually have a point. Right. That's the whole point is they have a point. It's a little askew, but they have a point. And WWE has shown they're awful at making baby faces. They actually are. Austin was the biggest baby <laughs> face of all time, but he was a dick. Like, and like that's the point. I don't think Roman, Roman Reigns has transcended the need to be heel or face. Uh, he is like John Cena in that category. Um, I think that if you don't like him, no matter what, um, and if you don't like him, it's because you're jealous that you don't look like him. Um, but if you don't like him, you're going to boo him. So it doesn't make a difference. And if he turns heel, you're going to cheer him. So it doesn't mm -hmm. make a difference. Yeah. Like Roman Reigns is Roman Reigns. I, that's the best way I, I've heard it so far. Top Guy JJ, what was your thoughts on, on how Roman looked, his new t-shirt, wreck everybody and leave? Ooh, and Please do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you on that one, friend. Yeah, there, there, yeah, yeah, there's some lanes where you'll have a company of one. <laughs> I love I'm, it. I'm usually the one that's doing this, but I'm so happy to have a friend that yeah, does it. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. company. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Top guy, JJ, your thoughts on the big dog return? When, yo, I ain't gonna lie. So this is the first time where they had those stupid monarchs for the pay-per-views, those little headline names. You'll never see it coming. I actually marked out for this shit. When I saw when I saw Bray get dropped like that, and I saw yo, it, it, first of all, he looked officially mad. Like he actually looked like and yo, I when I say when you sell a story, when you sell what you do, it comes mm -hmm. out beautifully yeah, and oh, I, felt, I felt every second that that man was out there my man came out yo he was he like he was throwing haymakers at Bray when he was on that <laughs> ground like he looked like he was trying to beat his ass and then he just saw a yeah. bar getting up and just hit him with that heavy spear so I made you <laughs> you ain't no monster unless I'm here uh, yo, I, yo, when I tell you, I, that shit gave me goosebumps when I saw it. I was like, damn. damn yeah, and they just kept, they kept it quiet. Like, you didn't really, like, know or, like, hit. Like, they, they did it perfectly. Like, I'm so happy that they didn't, like, blow it or, like, like you know, oh, guess what's going to be on SummerSlam this week, guys, to get more ratings. No, the leave it as it is. The shot yes. 
reaction is what I I yearn for them shit. Yeah, those yep. are my wrestling orgasms right there. <laughs> when I don't know it's happening, and yep. then bam, like just catch me. Don't give me a two week notice that he's coming back. Like that shit would have killed it for me. Oh, you'll never see it coming. But guess who's coming back this Sunday? That right, would have killed it for me. This was so beautifully done. The one of the best SummerSlam endings in a very very long time. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. The big dog came back and whatever whatever he is, I think he's going to be a tweener. Honestly, <laughs> I think he's just going to be a tweener. I think as far as he's just going to pop his shit, but he's going to probably fight the bad guys. I, I'm I'm just going to be a realist here. Roman's been a tweener since we started this podcast. Right. <laughs> so that's, so I, I don't think anything is going to change. I don't think anything is going to change. I don't think he has a direction. I don't think he's going to be heel or face. I think, think yeah. he's, gonna, he's just going to fight whoever the hell is on the card. Because again, who cares? Like, right. He's just gonna I, I, he's I gonna never do. really cared about the debate. I, he, I, I, when I heard the crowd, I was like, uh, I don't really. That's, no, like, I, as he got this I, fucking attitude, I'm good. I mean it. I mean it as a way of like, there there was a moment in time where like he was trying to cut these baby face promos, and I'm like, dude, don't look do at it. you, motherfucker. Yeah. You look like a goddamn model. Like <laughs> you could slap a young lady's ass with consent, uh, and her boyfriend would be like, you know what? Slap mine too, boo boo. <laughs> like you look amazing, and you're a great wrestler. Why aren't you just out there saying, yeah, I'm the shit. That's exactly yeah. what he should be doing. At he all should, times. Yeah. I was at the Raw where at the, I was at the WrestleMania where he beat uh, Undertaker and obviously at the Raw yeah. uh, you know, 10 minutes of just people booing him and all he had to say is it's my yard now. Like this, or what did he say? This is my yard now. Whatever yep. he said and like crowd, palm of his hand. Yeah, so like he's he's again he's transcendent. He he is the definition of a main event star. Where no matter what you you love him or hate him, you're gonna watch him. It, yeah. It's so true and how ironic that was. Like our our epithets for this whole podcast came from that raw after that WrestleMania <laughs> because we felt like we were the only group of people that were cheering for Roman. People were telling him delete, delete. Him. We were like select, select. Like we select <laughs> Roman. We love Roman, and that's what True Hill Heat is all about. Because Roman gets it whether he's he's beating up a baby face, whether he's beating up a heel, he gets that heat, and we love it because Roman is the big dog and the top star that he is. So we're happy that he is back. And we're going to talk about him a little bit more when we get to our payback preview. But also on SummerSlam, you had Bailey defeating Asuka to defend the SmackDown Women's Championship. As you said. Yes, I did. But then I also said Asuka yes. defeats Sasha because Sasha can't defend a goddamn title on the main roster to, as Asuka became, becomes the Raw Women's Champion. So what did you guys think about these two matches and overall Bailey and Sasha and the development of this great story? We'll start with you, Darnell. How you feel about Bailey and Sasha and Asuka defeating Sasha at SummerSlam? Uh, well... To start off, I am a, uh, I honestly prefer women's wrestling, um, but uh, I am a huge fan of Sasha, even though her Sasha stance tried to drag me that one day, because her wig was a skew. It was a skew. <laughs> it was a skew. Bailey had to help her fix it. I've seen that friend. Bailey had to friend. help her fix it. Yep, like, I saw that friend. Look, 
she's still the greatest wrestler. Um, I think Bailey and Sasha have shown Vince McMahon and everyone behind the scenes uh, how to do it. There's a reason yes. that they are constantly in multiple segments. The reason that they made of it consistently because they yep. are consistent. It's the reason why they were double champions because that's consistency. Because when you're women of color, you always strive for excellence and you don't strive for white people mediocrity. I know someone. Oh, where did so you find them? Let's go. Come all right. You know what? Go ahead, Frank. Go ahead. If it doesn't equate to you, then keep it moving. Um, but they they strive very very hard to be excellent, and they are incredible at their jobs. Uh, I think that they have one of the most important matches in WWE history in that Brooklyn match, which I yeah. got to see live. Kind of remember it. I do too. Drinks. Wait, wait, kind of. Um, <laughs> I was so. I don't care how hammered. I was drunk as shit, and I, I remember. Every, I literally remember every fucking move, yo. <laughs> that was like. <laughs> Oh my god, that was that was incredible. Yes, but yeah, carry on, carry was, on. It was a it was a day, um, but um, <laughs> you know, I I I I was always very frustrated that Sasha was never able to defend her championship, and yeah. um, but this is a time that I actually am completely fine with it because it works within the context of the story. Um, and it continues that narrative, and it continues to show that Bailey didn't even care enough to try to assist her friend. Well, yeah. uh, Sasha did everything possible to assist her. Yes, and yes. I think we've, we've never gotten a match of face Sasha versus heel Bailey, so mm -hmm. it's going to give us something new and interesting. I thought both of the matches were great. Uh, mm -hmm. The best matches on the card, because I think consistently Bailey and Sasha and Asuka always have the best matches on the card. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love every single second of it. I love every second of it. I think that Sasha and Bailey, Asuka's amazing. We all know that. But I think Sasha and Bailey are putting on, they are going to be this generation's Lita and Trish. It is. I so love hard. this guy. Oh, <laughs> I love him. It is so hard to be that consistent for that long. Uh, and I know they get a lot of shit because, especially Sasha, she calls herself, you know, I'm the best wrestler in the roster. I'm the best this. And Bailey's very confident with herself. Uh, they wouldn't say if it was anyone else. They say it because it's two women of color because they really are the best people in that roster. Period. So, too. so true. I totally agree with you. Asuka and Sasha, in my opinion, was the match of the night of the for, night, yes. for SummerSlam. So good. And if you don't remember that match from Brooklyn, go to the WWE Network because WWE Untold, one of the best ones they've oh, ever done. It. It's yes. so good. Yes, so good. So good talking about their whole relationship and that match in Brooklyn. Check that out if you haven't, if you're watching this right now. So, also, on, I, I just wanted to chime in on something. Like, with, with, with that, with these women here, I am going out on a limb. I'm saying that these two right now are creating the greatest women's storytelling of all time. Yes, yes. Like the like the fact that we know what's gonna end up and they have dragged it out for this Five long years. and has kept it Five years. This enter what what is what is on this level when it comes to storytelling by women? What what's gonna match it? Yeah. And you know what? I, to piggyback on that, what is on this level of storytelling from anyone in WWE? Because at this point, they would have wrestled each other 47 times. And right. like, they've only yeah. wrestled each other literally like six times. And, mm -hmm. and, and 
what, uh, technically six or seven years. Like, it's a handful of interactions that they've actually had with each other. Uh, and that is just, and we're still invested in it. Um, mm-hmm. that, it that is a main event WrestleMania-worthy match. And oh, this is I, this is an instance where the pandemic helps it because if you, if you know what the plans were, this was supposed to be SummerSlam in Boston, and it was supposed to be Sasha versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Title. But because of this pandemic, they look like they're going to prolong it long enough to blow this off at WrestleMania 37, which mm. is going to you're, you're like you said, it's a WrestleMania main event right there in the making. I hope we can see it in person. I I pray on everything. Like, y'all don't wear your goddamn mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wear my mask, but I just want to. I want to see it in person. I didn't see the first one, so I want. I want to see them together. Like I'm like. Yes. And it's not right. It's gonna get. A, they're gonna. They're gonna wrestle their asses off. They're gonna give us a show. Yeah. Real talk. That Sasha and Bailey has been holding the WWE down in 2020. Oh, every single person, and I and like I've only watched some wrestling because it's weird to watch it like without like people. It's just weird. But if you it notice is. on Raw and on SmackDown, the most consistently used people on both of it, people of color and women, because we said we're gonna take this opportunity and like these shows are chock full of people of color and women more than they've ever been before. And I, you know, I hope Vince is in his office being like, oh, my God, these black people can go. (laughs) (laughs) They are, we're putting it down, putting it down. Mm. Love the inclusiveness in WWE right now. It's great. Also on SummerSlam, you had Drew McIntyre. can pay attention. Sorry. Keep going. We'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we also had Drew McIntyre defeat Randy Orton to defend the WWE title. And we also saw Seth Rollins defeat Dominic Mysterio in his debut in a street fight. Uh, I will go to you, Miss Chrissy Love. What did you think about Dominic Mysterio's debut? I thought he did very well. I, I thought that I actually liked the match. Um... um Great storytelling between the two and having it prolong a little bit longer. I, I actually enjoyed the match. I think um, Dominic did very well. And I was hoping mom came down so she could get some more that get that heat too. But, you know, it's okay. She can come back later. Hey, it was it was great to see great to see mom after 15 years when she was in yeah. the front row with Dominic at, at SummerSlam. I'm full circle. Facts. And finally, at SummerSlam, there was Mandy versus Sonya with Mandy Rose defeating Sonya Deville. So Sonya is not have her head shaved because couldn't do that due to exteriorating circumstance, what happened over the week. But she is leaving WWE. What do you think about this whole story? We didn't get your thoughts, JJ, from last episode, the whole uh, real life situation with Sonya Deville and how it had to change plans for SummerSlam. Oh man, I, I I just don't like the idea of the changing story to her leaving the WWE. Right. Like, I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't like that. Like they 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 kind of went a little dramatic with it. Like I I mean obviously we we know that there's a spin to make things right and but I, I don't I I would I I, 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 could, I couldn't buy into the new stipulation. I just couldn't yeah. buy into it. Like they had such a gripping story. And then they change it to this. 
So I, I wasn't really feeling the new stipulation of the loser leaving the company. They had one of the best off mid card storylines for women in a, in a in a while. Like they were going at it with each other, yeah. mm-hmm. with 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 pretty pretty heartfelt promos and attacking each. Like they had a good thing going, and I just hate when it ends up with that. Well, it had to it had to change because she can't be in the courtroom with a bald head and she has to take time off due to this whole this whole situation. So I respect WWE for making that change because mm-hmm. that's what was best for Sonya. And I to piggyback off what Darnell said before, in my opinion, Mandy versus Sonya is one of the best stories WWE did all year because it's a rare WWE story that had a beginning, uh, middle, a middle and, and an end. end. Yeah. This was the end, and it felt like the end. What was your thoughts on the matchup at SummerSlam, Darnell? Uh, I re- um, I refuse to critique the match. Uh, mm. And, I, and I, I say that because at the end of the day, this was a young woman, two young women, who uh, went through a, I cannot imagine, like, what was going through their head. And all I kept thinking to myself was like, I don't know if I would have had the cojones to walk mm-hmm. out there and do mm-hmm. a wrestling match, knowing what just occurred, knowing yeah. that, you know, I don't want to talk about what yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that awful person what you know did or wanted to, but like knowing that that happened, I just I, I can't, I just can't think of it uh, as a wrestling match. Uh, so I I give them one hundred percent. Uh, nothing but happiness and and just uh, thank you for going out there. It does suck because I, you know, it was one of my favorite storylines. But you know, mm-hmm. real life trumps, uh, for lack of a better word, I hate using the word trump. Um, <laughs> yeah. Don't we all? The situ- situation. Um, I see why they made the decision to have it be her leave because uh, she just needs time. I mean, honestly. Mandy needs time too, because Mandy was involved yeah. with it as well, and they just yeah, she was there. Them, yep, you know, let them take time off and do what they need to do, and hopefully, uh, this doesn't stifle any of their creativity and their push when they um, win or if uh, you know they decide to come back. Because you know, if if, if Sonya decided to not come back, I I completely understand, and that's not a WWE issue. That's a being a celebrity stalker issue. Um, yeah. So, uh, to me, uh, uh, you know, I, I rephrase my Asuka and uh, Sasha. I, to me, uh, they had the best match of the night because I don't know who else would have gone out there and done uh, and worked a match under the circumstances. Fact. I appreciate them for that. I totally agree with you, and I, unfortunately, I had to had to like judge the the match because I did the star ratings for Sports Kita in my article, and I gave them one of the better star ratings because I mean, of it was that, it's a job because because of because <laughs> of that though because of because of that I I just I gave them a whole bunch of credit because they went out there they worked physical against each other, and like you always say in wrestling, you're gonna work hardest against your best friend, and those ladies yeah. went out there they worked physical and they worked under ridiculous ridiculous circumstance, so I give them all the credit in the world and and i I think that's why i was like i just wish that they just had the match had a good match because of what they're going through and then just be off tv for a while like it it need a stipulation just just let them be off tv for a minute let them be off tv you know that's a very good point actually like you don't really need to make it so that someone loses i mean that's that's what i'm saying because it's like it makes it yeah it kayfabes the story it's a 2k fabe so now you kind of know what's happening it makes you think in a different element 
have them let they let let them do what if this was their choice so they wanted to go out and make let this happen make out. this match happen let them do it and then give them whatever time they need to have off they could come back in six months whatever time they need to get this to get everything squared up and then just come back mm-hmm. I, I just didn't think that it needed to have something added to it that that's no, I, that's what i'm saying i'm with you I, I agree with that on, on the note where I hated that they had a stipulation to get it from, from the get-go. Like, hair for hair. I thought that was actually really stupid, but I was going along with it because I'm a fan of theirs. And then, like, once they changed it to someone leaving, I was like, damn, like, why we, why we got to make it someone leave? Like, why we just can't wrestle it out and, like, have these two ladies just perform their asses off? Because I think, like, so, like this will, like, like, push them to, like, be better. Like, we already knew Sonya was a, a, a great athlete but then you've seen her like be able to like show it off more during these whole like matches with her mm-hmm. so I, I hated the whole stupid stipulation but I wish them nothing but the best and I can't wait for them to come back yeah absolutely I know Sonya's gonna get a hell of a pop when we have fans what? back oh at my god but SummerSlam wasn't the only show for the weekend. NXT TakeOver 30 was the night before. Karrion Cross defeats Keith Lee to win the NXT Championship. But unfortunately, he gets injured in the process, injuring his shoulder. Um, what was your thoughts on Keith Lee ending the longest reigning NXT Championship title run of all time to become the shortest reigning NXT champion of all time, uh, oh Chrissy God. Love. We'll start with you, Chrissy. First of all... <laughs> she said, first of all. <laughs> yes, yes, okay. She put, she, she, she put the drink down for this shit. Yeah, I had to put my drink she down. She was like, so, uh, let's start off here. Um... First, first of all, I, I, we, we have to give props to Keith Lee. However, I don't know if this was something that they pushed on us because... He could have just stayed North American uh, champion. I would have been happier if he stayed the champion and let Adam Cole lose to Cross. It would have made more sense. But you made him be double champion for a week, which made no sense. He's going to relinquish his... He he relinquished the title. For what? You could have did both jobs. You had one location. (laughs) In a pandemic, you only work one place. So that that, that was the first dumb mistake. Then now, we put him with Cross, who we knew we was, he was being built up to be champ because he's so big. He, we already knew this was happening. But you made him go against Keith Lee and let Keith drop what he had what, for a month and a half, maybe? He did one, well, how, many, how many title defenders did he do? Like two? One. He had uh, one. Yeah. And he defended both titles against That um, makes it even worse. He that is horrible. It. Like this is like he, I can't even call him like yeah yeah three days I can't even call him like a double champion because you didn't even really have the championship that long like they gave Bailey was a better double champion than he was and look how long she's had the damn tag the belts but as my point is like it was just sad it made no sense for you to build this person up have him go against this other guy make him lose his belt and then it just it, the whole point made him and then you put him on raw and a damn leotard it looks it's just horrible we'll talk about that that raw debut because oh my god like how do you how do you turn keith lee to what he 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 is what he is for a reason he's one of the big guys he looks a certain kind of way and then you go and you i'm sorry i'm digressing off of the fact but i hate the whole storyline of what you guys did you made adam cole lose he could have just been champion a little bit longer 
I, this I, whole we, thing with the other guy with the football player, the punter dude that he that he won well, against, well, that well, could have well, been next week. I don't, like it didn't need it, like this, the, the the chain of events, the stuff, the storyline don't make no sense. It's retarded. I hate we, it. We talked about that in depth with Gary Cassidy on True Hill Heat '88, as well as our roundtable for NXT Takeover. But also on the show, like you said, Adam Cole uh, versus Pat McAfee, and I, I said it on our roundtable. I'll say it here. I gave Pat McAfee a lot of heat for this whole introduction of this feud, but I can say without a shadow of a doubt, he had one of the best celebrity matches I have ever seen because they presented him as a professional wrestler. And he went out there and he showed his, he showed off, he showed off for lack of a better term. Uh, I know top guy, JJ, you had a lot of problems with Pat McAfee and the Adam Cole feud. What was your (laughs) thoughts on this match? I still do. I have no faith or belief in it. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, all right, cool. I mean, if this is something, if, all right, if it turns into something where he actually is invested into a potential wrestling career, I might buy into this a little bit more, but this was just fun and giggles, shits and giggles for the longest reigning NXT champion of all fucking time, and he had a match against a goddamn punter. And, and, and I'm supposed to turn around and buy this because he says fuck you on the Pat McAfee show. What the fuck is the Pat McAfee, McAfee show? show. I don't <laughs> know like, Pat McAfee I, I, I'm supposed to get hype off of something I've never fucking heard of. I see a six second skit and then, oh, they want to toggle your memories and have their little six second interactions from takeover pre-shows. Who cares? Like, he just, he just he just came off of having a match with fucking Keith Lee. And now he's fighting a punter. I can't buy it. Like, there's, there's certain things that, and it, like, NXT and WWE, whatever the fuck you want to call them, they, they, they do decent shit sometimes. And then when they do shit like that, I don't give a damn how good that promo, that McAfee was. I just can't buy it. Because yeah. not in the business he's just not there so i can't do it what was your thoughts on the match now the match (laughs) was okay it was okay like because i can't buy the punter i can't buy a punter i said if he takes this career and makes something of it then great but for this match it was okay one of the better matches on that's an opinion Uh, we also saw Damian Priest become the North American champion in a crazy ladder match, as well as Io Shirai defeat Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship. What did you think about those two title matches, Darnell? Uh, well, I don't watch matches, but uh, alleged pedophiles, so I did not see wow. the ladder match. I understand. Um, <laughs> I am. Look, I realize that every major wrestling company has a lot of issues. Uh, they are all literally, uh, what the fuck is it called? Ring of Honor, WWE, AEW all have uh, ties with Trump. Uh, AEW and WWE all have ties with Saudi Arabia. Y'all don't realize that the cons own shit in Saudi Arabia? Mm-mm. Get your information correct. Um, they're, Damn. They're, they, they all have human rights issues. The cons have been sued how many times for the human rights violations for their other job? We all know who Vince Man is. I mean, we've seen Dark Side of the Ring. And I do, I don't believe that, uh, it, I think it's very hard to be ethical while watching major professional wrestling. But a bitch watches. Now, with that said, <laughs> uh, 
I try to limit the matches that I watch, and I would I I would have loved to watch that match because I really enjoy everyone else in the match. I just can't watch it because of dream. So I'm glad that punishment. Uh, what's his name? What's his name there? The, the, Damien Damien, okay. Damien Priest. <laughs> I, I you could have said it. It's punishment <laughs> Martinez. <laughs> this is Damien Priest shit. Like, I, I, I get very, it. I, I'm one. I like him. I think he's a very good guy. So I'm very excited about that. Um, Dakota Kai, I am a huge fan of. I used to watch her in Shimmer uh, as Evie um, back when I used to go to like Shimmer shows back into the, uh, the mid 2010s. Um, I think she's one of the best uh, hires that they've gotten. I'm really glad that they've uh, allowed her to develop the way that she has into this hero role. Io Shirai is in their top 10. Sorry, I, I said the wrong number. Top five wrestlers that they have. Mm hmm. Period. Period. <laughs> That's on a periodic table. Like, <laughs> she is incredible, and she makes everything look great. I thought they had a phenomenal match. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do want to say about Pat, uh, I don't really, I've always kind of, like, thought he was weird just because he wore a tuxedo short outfit, which yeah. makes more sense to me. Um, like, what are we doing? But, uh, right, exactly. I, it does not bother me for someone who is not a wrestler to be put into the wrestling ring because I think he's very athletic and very talented. Uh, so I thought they put in a fun match. It does bother me that his first go out of the gate is not with a mid-card talent. Mm, it's with the NXT champion. Like, what the fuck? I would be I so much shit. more happy with everything that happened if all of these segments happened with any other person. I mm-hmm. do not know why they chose Adam Cole um, to do that. Fuck, you could have chose Kyle O'Reilly. Like, you could have chose anyone else. And yeah, I just like, Roderick Strong, totally good with it. Uh, I don't want, I don't know why Adam Cole was the choice in that situation. And it's very frustrating. Yeah. I 100% agree. I think I think they didn't have anything else for Adam Cole at uh at Takeover, so that's what it was. I mean, I mean, one thing well, I would this is the thing is that they think they have the same fucking people every fucking show. Like, what are you doing? Like, he can sit his ass at home. You know, he sit his ass at home, and then uh, if Pat couldn't have a match, give me some Jake Atlas. I have right. another woman's <laughs> match. Yeah, something you don't need. He doesn't need to be involved with everything. Yep. He had Karrion Cross in his lap. Yes. Yes. They 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 want they wanted to counter program. They so they couldn't get that. a promo. TikTok Adam Cole and then yes, they and passed it. Yep. They had the counter, they had the counter program, and also at uh, Takeover we had Balor defeat uh, Timothy Thatcher in a very intense opener. But that wasn't the only show on it was Saturday. A hot match. <laughs> yes, it was. I I, it was. I, I enjoyed yeah. that. Different time of hot baby. <laughs> there we go. I will power. Keep going. Sorry, that's for you too. That's it. <laughs> hey. it's friend. Also on Saturday, we had AEW <laughs> Dynamite. Uh, Mr. Brody Lee gets a dominant victory over Cody to become the new TNT champion after the match. The Dark Order Assault. Did you call that one too? Yes, I did. Yes, I was yes, the only did. one on True Hill Heat 88 that predicted Mr. Brody to get the victory in this one. Uh, what was your thoughts, Chrissy, on Mr. Brody becoming the new TNT champion? 
I'm actually not mad at it. I'm I'm here for it. I'm ready to see what he what he's gonna fuck up and uh, let's see what his open challenge is. See if he has an open challenge every week, you know. But I'm here. I'm, I'm here to see. Probably not. But whatever. <laughs> um, but I'm happy to see him, like you know, getting the shine that he deserves. And I, I can't wait to see what the Dark Order is going to bring. They're gonna fuck shit up. So you know, I love a good faction. Hey, I I've been loving the Dark Order on BTE, and they uh they this was the first time they really looked like a main heel stable and on. Yeah. Uh, EW Dynamite. Also, Isn't it funny they're called the Dark Order and there's no black people? <laughs> I mean, I didn't... I, I thought about it, but, you know, I didn't think about it. You know what I'm saying? So... It should be called like, love... the Mayonnaise Distribution or something like that. I don't know. Wow, <laughs> I love that one. The Mayonnaise Distribution. Fuck it! Don't give WWE no ideas. Right? Bad <laughs> <laughs> enough, we got oh Retribution. We still don't know who is who they are, right? Man, mayonnaise distribution. That is that is the new one. Oh, <laughs> uh, we also good. we also saw NWA wo- World Women's Champion Thunder Rosa make her AEW debut, challenging Okara Shida for the AEW World Women's Championship for All Out, as well as Diamante and Ivelisse win the Women's uh, Tag Team Cup. Uh, Darnell, I know on your social media you have had a lot of opinions about AEW's women's division. So, what was your thoughts on those two uh, segments on Dynamite? Oh, they have a women's division? I forgot. Um, I'm sure that <laughs> right? Diamante and Ivelisse cut a great promo on heels for $49. Uh, we won't be able to see that because we uh, apparently are not allowed to see women be developed unless we pay for it. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I, I'm still flabbergasted how you did a tag team women's tournament and every single match was on a YouTube show and it wasn't even during your tag team appreciation night. I'm so flabbergasted how uh, there was only essentially one actual real tag team, and that was um, Nicole Savoy, who I love very dearly with Big Swole. I don't know why you didn't hire the C-Stars. I don't know why you didn't get the Burden to Be, Solo Darling, and Willow Nightingale. I don't know what was happening. I know Tony, Card, Tony Khan's credit card works. Swipe that bitch. Like, oh, they hired um, Cameron. Yep, uh, and, and they did. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, sure did. they sure did, and look they where got, she they is. Got them, they got themselves a Funkadactyl, though. Yes, who uh, hates black men. Um, but uh, That, too. I, uh, you know what, Darnell, if you don't have something nice to say, <laughs> still say it. Um, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I, uh, I just want more. I want more. And, like, uh, I know I talk a lot about AEW and uh, their lack of representation because... Holy shit, WWE is beating you. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, WWE yeah. literally kills people. Like, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, how, like, and I don't believe, I don't believe in the statement. They just started out. I don't believe in the statement. You have to grow because there are multi-established like, tag teams already. There are yep. multi-established, like, Sammy Guevara has been made into a star when he's not talking about Sasha Banks. Um, yep. has been made into a star very quickly. Like, yep. You can't tell me that you cannot do that for the women. And for the people who say, well, they don't have the same experience, you know what? How do they get experience? They fucking use them. You book it em. makes no sense. I, al- like, I already was iffy about things when they started, when I saw all... What was their first show? Was it All Out? Is that their like, first pay-per-view before it was AEW? Or is it All In? All In, yeah. Okay. Uh, and they had the one women's match, and then every reviewer... 
ignore the one women's match, women's match which was good matches on the yep. court, which it was so good um and then when i saw that the women were getting just a battle royal and not getting a tournament and then the women's championship wasn't even in the main event of your first show which makes no sense to me because right there you're and it was the best match on that show on the dynamite premiere the nyla rose versus uh rio that was the best match yeah, i was there I, <laughs> I am very biased uh i uh i'm friends with nyla i've known nyla for years we've worked together at the, one of the wrestling companies i used to work at um i'm very like uh she was one of my first guests on my podcast uh i love nyla and i love her wife like i have a you know good relationship with them so yeah i'm a little biased but i don't know why you wouldn't in your first episode of TV with a woman's main event and crowning uh, a black a trans woman as your champion. What? <laughs> like, it makes no sense. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Diamante and Ivelisse, and I have things about her, too, but we're not even going to get into that. It's too long. <laughs> um, you know, when this tag team thing that means not a fucking thing, they get like a piece of the fucking crag rock from that Nickelodeon show. Guts. Guts, yeah. Mike Myers, whatever the fuck. Michael Malley. Yes, do you have it? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the point of it is. I don't know what they're winning. I do appreciate their relationships with other companies. I think Thunder Rosa is fantastic. I think she's a very good wrestler. I think Sheeta is puts on like she gave penelope ford a good match yes like no shade <laughs> she made it look good here's a tree you know like <laughs> i she's an incredible wrestler i saw why she's not on tv every fucking week makes no sense to me but like yet again she's gonna have match of the night with thunder rosa and it's not gonna get the attention it deserves yeah. i don't know what they're doing but whatever they're doing and no one wants to it's funny when everyone always calls them out and they say, who's booking this? Brandon's like, not me. Kenny's like, not me. I was like, well, then. Well, who is it? Who? Who's in charge of it? Like, because it sounds like no one's in charge of it. And that's the issue. And if that's, that's the case. That's why I have an issue with Brandy right now. Just, you know, but that's another story. <laughs> Miss Rhodes? Unless <laughs> <laughs> I get started on her, she might delete her account again because people are mean to me. <laughs> I, I I I just wanted to mention that I'm just happy that Brandy did not win that women's tag team cup. That's all I gotta say. Because I was I'm happy she learned how to do her arm drag. So it's, can Brandy Rose can, can Brandy Rose just stop wrestling? Like <laughs> like like dead ass. Like like she just like just stop. Like like you are not even. She's not even getting okay at wrestling. Like she just, no, just yeah, she's just just be a boy. You know, you know, she's just, She's like Lala and her acting. It's the same thing. It doesn't work. It don't mix. Just be the Ooh. chief brand officer. Ooh. Like be be the mean spirited chief brandy officer. Yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, bring the right. don't bring it to the ring. Right. Don't bring it to the ring. Fine ballet. And like, yes. also I I, I, I want to be careful how I say this because I don't want to be uh, I don't want to come off as I'm insulting to anybody. Um, but I think that we forget like how powerful managers and valets are. Oh, yeah. needs to be a fucking wrestler. Scarlet, uh, is her name just Scarlet in WWE? Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just Scarlet. Um, she's an okay wrestler, whatever, but she's a great valet. She yes. doesn't need to fucking wrestle. I, I, never, okay. never need to see, I never need to see Scarlet in an, in, in an NXT ring at all. Her presence is awesome. It's fine. Right. I, I, I don't awesome. why, like, why they made the valets like be like more wrestlers and not valet. 
You understand? Like valets were valets for a reason. Valet. You know what it was? What? It was a transition from WCW to WWE. So yeah. WCW uh, used to have a lot of women who were simply valets, and uh, I understand a lot of it was uh, from the power plant. Uh, were they? Uh, and uh, who was the head of power plant? Medusa was the head of power plant, mm. and she because WWE was utilizing women uh, in all of these different roles, they felt that people like Tori Wilson and Stacey Keebler and Miss Elizabeth has had one match, and her she wrestled Daphne. Um, that was interrupted by Asia because Asia is bigger than China. Dumb gimmick. Um, uh, (laughs) I know my women's wrestling, uh, (laughs) but like, you know, Kimberly Page was then put in matches because they wanted to compete with WWE instead of just saying to themselves, like, this is what they're good at and it's okay if this is what they're good at. Like, the same way there are some men who should not be in that ring. So it's not a woman thing. Uh, There are men who should not be in the ring and they need to keep their ass on the outside and that's cool. Be cute, wear a bow tie, live your best life. Um, right. Because there's something so powerful in that. And this idea is that everyone needs to wrestle. But wrestling is, a, it's based off of showman, you know, uh, uh, strongman, like things in the late, 18, late 1800s and circus. So what's the whole fucking point of the circus? It's a variety show. If everyone yep. is doing the same thing, what's the point? Yep. So true. And Dynamite uh, also finished with uh, 755,000 viewers for the Saturday night show. And that is down slightly from 792,000 the previous week on Wednesday. So they did pretty well on a Saturday. But I agree with all your guys' points. They they really need to get it together with the women's division and raise it up to be on the level of the tag team division and singles division. So... All, all great points all around, guys. And it's uh, going to be so different, but yet you're still doing the same thing like everyone else was doing. I'm just saying. I Give me more sunny kiss, damn it. I yeah. am with you. And he's going to be on Dynamite on this Jeez. special Thursday yeah. edition. And we're doing it. We are filming this before the Thursday Dynamite. So we won't be talking about that on this edition of True Hill Heat. But we definitely will talk about it on True Hill Heat 90. New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong. Uh, Kenta defeated David Finley to win the New Japan Cup USA. We also saw the return of the Switchblade. Over on SmackDown on the same night was the first official night of WWE Thunderdome. And <laughs> we also saw Retribution, or as we like to call them, Aces and Five Eights, attack Braun Strowman uh, to kick off the show. Uh, also, Strowman attacked uh, Bray Wyatt, and Jeff Hardy became the new Intercontinental Champion, defeating AJ Styles. Uh, Raw was the first night of the Thunderdome on Monday Night Raw, which had Keith Lee, as uh, Miss Chrissy Love mentioned earlier, debut with not only new attire, but also new music which started a whole storm i have never seen this much heat for a different song since power changed their theme Yo! In the final oh, yes! Yo, i was waiting for you to say that <laughs> I was like, yo, why Trey songs? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, come on, in the Trey songs is this bullshit that's on my TV. Yep. And, and then they made matters worse, and then he had a match. I was like, what? 
what, hey, what, the, the good parts about Keith Lee debuting, he went up against Randy Orton, he confronted Randy Orton, he's in the top feud on Monday Night Raw, helping out the WWE champion Drew McIntyre. That's what people are not focused on. People are focused on too much of the negative. The reason for the change of song is because CFO, the company that made the instrumental for his theme, uh, they are basically phasing out all those themes. Uh, Undisputed Era is going to get a new theme song. Unfortunately, oh, no. unfortunately, unfortunately when Bob Bobby Roode returns, we won't be hearing Glorious for that much longer. So a lot of the infamous CFO songs will be phased out. But I will ask you, uh, Top Guy he JJ. He can't buy a copyright or something. Vince got money. He could get all that no, shit back, no, no, yo. No. They, the, deal, the deal they had it was described as terrible because CFO gets 50% of all uh, revenue for these, instra for these instrumentals that they made. So they want to phase that out completely. You know, WWE, it's all about the bottom line. If you have... Oh, Okay. Is the iconic song going to change? Because that's like my Pro jam. Probably. No. Probably. Probably. You know what I'm saying? Like, they done messed up everyone. Yo, everyone. They made this about some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what it is, guys. That's what it is. Yeah, we, we, about to, we, about to, we about to change the song of Thriller. We about to change Bad. We about to change the intro to Big Papa. Like, what, what the fuck are they doing? Like, this is the shit that we pop to. And now we gotta learn shit all over again. We swore over this shit. <laughs> Phasing it out. Uh, we also saw Randy Orton punt the WWE champion Drew McIntyre in the head three times. And he has uh I think it's called what they said, skull bleeding or something like that. It was some some goofy oh some, almost some a crack, crack bleeding. Almost a cracked skull. <laughs> a cracked almost, skull. Almost almost like almost a cracked skull. Hey, what? take it to so, a medical facility. No, hold on, time my boy. I, I want y'all to get what he almost had a cracked skull. He got he got kicked in the head three times, but he did sell it better than than Shawn Michaels sold one so kick to the head. Did the, so did the skull did the skull like start to like triple a little bit? Like like the, the, like the skull did a little shimmy. Like 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 you know did did it did it have, have like a little tremble or something? Like how the fuck did you almost have a cracked skull? So it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a earthquake. It wasn't like an earthquake. It was like a tremble. So that's all yeah. that always was. Uh, and also, we had Retribution, Aces and Five Eights attack Ray and Dominic Mysterio to end the night. And rumored after Monday Night Raw, it is uh, these are the people that are rumored to be the members of Ace of uh, Retribution. Dominic Dijakovic, Shane Thorne, Caden Carter, Mia Yim, which I like that, uh, D Dio Madden, the former Raw commentator, and Chelsea Green. Um... I will ask you, Miss Chrissy Love. What did you think about Retribution on Monday Night Raw? I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. I don't understand it. Like, like what was what was the what was the whole point of it? I I I mean, the whole point of Retribution is to like fuck all that shit up. But I I didn't get the whole Rey Mysterio and Dominic. Whatever. I mean, it, it's. I just want to see who they are. Like I'm over it now. Like you you you've done fucking shit up. Let me see who you are now. Like why? What what is the point to this whole shit? We it's been like four weeks now. Like it's over. Like give it to me. Like it's it's the, the, it's ran its course now. Like oh my god, what time is retribution coming? Oh well, they haven't come out this hour. Maybe they're gonna come out the last hour. Like there, there's been times apparently, from according to reports, that there's have members sitting backstage and waiting to find out when they're gonna be used during uh, Monday Night Raw. And we ask every special guest on this show, what are your thoughts on retribution, Darnell? I honestly didn't have any because I I watch like I said 
I watch what I want to watch. <laughs> like, uh, I'm very good about that. I don't believe in complaining too much about wrestling because I watch what I want to watch. Yeah. Um, I have seen bits and pieces of them, so I don't know so much about them. But the thing that seems really prevalent to me is they have yet to make a promo, correct? Yeah. So I, I'm all about mystery, love a good mystery movie, love a good thriller. I, you know, make, <laughs> make me think, but like at some point you've got to give me more than just yeah. action. And you have to like, even if, if they were smart, what they would do is that they would align retribution with the hacker that went nowhere uh, Thank you. and then have the hacker be the one cutting these promos in the back, uh, alluding to what retribution is looking for. And then if they did that, totally fine with it. Because I'm, I'm, I, I want to know the, the what your motivation is. Mention it, but yeah, tell me why are you doing this? Like it's like right. the Kelly Rowland song, "Baby, I Can Be Your Motivation." Like I want to be it. Let me be it. Um, but I, I think all they need is just to give me a little bit more, and that's, yep. uh, and and then I'll like give a shit about what's happening. Like uh, it sucks that you beat up Ray, but I mean Ray's knees have been beating them up for twenty years. Yeah. Like, uh, and I love Dominic. He's great. He's cute. No, he's adorable. Um, but uh, what's yeah. the whole point behind all of this? Yep. Are you just beating up people of color? What's happening? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much a lot of lately. They'd like to do that a lot. Pretty much, the, 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 and it doesn't seem to have a point. They're trying to destroy the company, yet they keep doing promos on this group, this renegade group. Even on SummerSlam, they had a promo for Retribution. Yeah. Uh, it was they weird. had a whole video package and everything for them. For what? Very weird. And I love, I love, I think, the, I, I, I say this, I'm blue in the face, I think WWE deserves an Emmy uh, for production value. Because there, uh, no one has put out video packages and stuff like that, like WWE. But like, not everything needs a video package. Like some things are cooler when it actually is considered a renegade kind of like. Um, I don't know if they're trying to emulate the protesters. I don't know. I'm not even gonna get into that can of worms. But like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's okay for things to just like pop in and happen. Uh, and them to tell you what's going on. You don't, WWE doesn't have to tell us what's going on. I want right, them right. to tell us what's going exactly. on. Exactly. Let them tell their own story. They don't yeah. need to hit us over the head with everything. Uh, and then the final note from what we miss, Impact Wrestling Night 2 of Emergence had an awesome 30-minute knockouts Iron Woman match where Diana Parasa defeated Jordan Grace. We also saw Eddie Edwards successfully defend the Impact World title against RVD and then attacked by Eric Young to set up a match next week between the two for the Impact World title. And then we got our top news story, which is, of course, all about what we talked about last week on True Hill Heat 88. The Thunderdome. <laughs> Issues with yeah. fans on the WWE Thunderdome. As it debuted this week, as we noted for SmackDown, SummerSlam, and Raw. And it did not go off without a hitch. Uh, word came out over the weekend <laughs> that... 
fans were given instructions on when to boo and cheer as well as more specific instructions like put up red solo cups when you see the street profits go nuts for the opening pyro thumbs down for certain uh heels on the show however during SummerSlam, many fans went rogue uh one in particular was remy Steele, who was actually a member of the true hills uh group page who put up a black sign that read Fire Velveteen Dream. This later got him banned from uh, further Thunderdome appearances. Uh, there was also a fan who put up several images of Chris Benoit during SummerSlam and Monday Night Raw. One very nasty fan even put up a picture of Sonya Deville stalker during the Sonya versus Mandy match at SummerSlam. Holy shit, I know. Uh, yeah, yeah. We also, on Monday Night Raw, things were taken to even a further extreme where a fan put up a video of a kkk rally and a beheading during the telecast uh wwe has sent out a release statement demeaning those fans and uh actions saying that they will be banned from further uh thunderdome uh, participation also of note this week spectrum news 13's greg angel was the first to report the details of WWE's contract with the city of Orlando, Florida regarding their promotions residency at the Amway Center. According to the contract, the deal is 78 days uh, until October 31st and the promotion is paying at least $200,000 to rent out the Amway Center to give the fans this experience with the Thunderdome. So, what are your thoughts on the issues surrounding WWE Thunderdome after the first week? We'll start with you, Top Guy JJ. Part of why I can't stand a lot of fans, man. Like, it, it, it's like fans get on my last fucking nerve. Like, it's like, <laughs> you, you, it, it, it's like, <laughs> some, yo, you know, we, we give, on True Hill Heat, Donna, we give the WWE a lot of shit. We said. give them a lot of shit, right? This Thunderdome idea is fucking cool. It is a fucking unique experience. It gets a lot of people to interact. The arena looks beautiful. And then you got dickheads like this. You got you got dickheads that do stuff like this. Like, and I'm not I'm not pardoning my words with that. They're dickheads. Like mm-hmm. you you got people that is literally trying to 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 disturb an experience that people are dying to get. Like people are trying to figure out a way to interact more. I mean, I'm not the biggest fan of them telling you what to do, but it's kind of like it's, you know, it's their show. You're you're signing up to participate in their show. So it's yeah. their show. It's so, their, yeah. That, but you, you, you're getting a chance to participate in that show. Like, why? Just fucking enjoy it for two to three hours, for fuck's sakes. Then, then you go, oh, you know, I'm going to be a member of Retribution and I'm going to do this dumb shit and I'm going to put <laughs> this stuff up. And then there was a comment that was on SummerSlam that I will not repeat. Like, it, it, it's just, it's asinine how dumb and how ignorant some fans are. And that is the only people that I'm placing any blame on any of this is the fans. Like, the fans get on my fucking nerves with this. And it's not all of them, but it's those ones that make us look bad. Yep. It's so true. Uh, Do you believe that they should have like a stricter vetting process when it comes to the registration? Because pretty much anyone could sign up for this at this point right now. But do you think there should be a stricter vetting process for registration, Darnell? Uh, Yeah, I think there should be, you know, uh, a stricter vetting process for anything. Um, And it's it's annoying because uh, how do I want to put this? 
the idea is that like even um shit this is gonna this might not sound the best uh <laughs> but like even like i like remy i think I, I, like we followed each other but even like his post well yes they should fire velveteen dream the sad thing about it is that the person whose job is to moderate that stuff he's gonna get fired yeah or she's gonna get fired you know so it's like um i think that there are certain things that are being done in the thunderdome while i understand the process and i understand it's a lot of like fuck you wwe but a bigger fuck you is to just not watch them and not give them your money because mm-hmm. um, that's actually a fuck you because what you're doing is you're disturbing the 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 experience for other people mm-hmm. um this is really fucking cool like it's cool the idea of it I also don't have a problem with them telling you what to do because why you're on their TV show that they are selecting you for. I've been exactly. to Tyrant Bank show. I've been to the view. Yes, Whoopi. And they fucking tell you when to mm-hmm. applause. Yup. Get that light. Get that applause up. light on. Your they, ass better get up and fucking They tell you what pin. to wear. They, they sit there and they do all of this dialogue with you because it makes it consistent and it makes it look good on TV. You were not in the arena. You did not pay a ticket. You need to do what they tell you to do. Create a better looking show. It just creates it's a, a better, better looking show. show. Um, I I do not understand what goes through the head of someone who wants to post a picture of Chris Benoit or Sonia and Mandy Stalker or a beheading or a KKK member. Um, you know, stop posting pictures of Jack Haggard. You post a different KKK member. Um, I. <laughs> I mean. Sorry, I'm so fucking sorry. This episode, yo, yo, just just their fucking low light. That's their their low light. And this is, you know, I, I, I I very much so always. I try to be as much as possible, especially when it comes to Twitter on the fan side. Like I am, you know, now a wrestling promoter, and uh, it is very important to me to make sure that our wrestling company has a safe space because, as as a person who loves professional wrestling, I'll say it for the fifteenth time. I love professional wrestling, but, but professional wrestling does not love me as a black person. Yeah. So it is an objective to me to make sure everyone feels safe and I listen to fans. But there are things that fans need to realize. No one is listening to you because you sound fucking dumb. And you're not being logical and you're not thinking outside of yourself and how your actions affect someone else. This is a perfect example of it. Um, the idea is cool. It needs to vet more. And y'all need to get a grip. Like, mm. get a grip. And if you want to be a part of this amazing experience, that's great. And if you don't want to be a part of it, go to 4chan, uh, do whatever you need to do over there, and leave this alone. Leave this amazing experience that is detracting from the amount of work that these hard wrestlers are doing every single day, and these hard people that work on this production, and these hard people that work on this system. Yep. Think outside of yourself, because it's not funny. It's true. All great facts. Uh, Chrissy Love, we'll finish it off with you. Do you see Thunder Thunderdome lasting past <laughs> this two-month registry uh, residency with Amway Center? Yes. Um, because it's something that the fans can interact in and they give the, the, the reaction to the wrestlers that they feed off when they are entertaining. And um, I, I do feel like it'll be if it's not even in that location it'll be somewhere else but they will bring on the screens until we get to a point of when we can have people back together so I, go ahead sorry. i'm sorry no no i'm sorry i'm interrupting you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you can go I, ahead. What's, what's, what's really cool is that like 
I, I honestly was going to say no, but like, yeah, you're, why wouldn't they continue it? And I think yeah. what fans don't realize is like, you do realize they probably have like feed footage of every single person that's been a participant of Thunderdome. So if you're consistently doing the things that they ask you to do and you're being respectful, you're going to come back to the point. It's going to get to the point where they literally just have these same 50 fucking people at yep. Michelle because yep. these are the people that are doing their job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then y'all going to lose y'all experiences. Mm-mm. And but ruin it. They should continue it. It would be really cool if they continue it. And they're going to ruin it for other people, which is not cool, people. So if you are watching this, you're one of those people that are trying to ruin it for others. Think about someone besides yourself. Yep. That's all I can say. And I did say that they did do what the NBA did, which was get people, have them all there, and then have them on the screen. The only positive thing I've seen is Pikachu. Long, is, you can do Pikachu. Totally Pikachu. Fine with you. <laughs> yes. And, 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 as long, and as long as this pandemic is going on, this is free money for the Amway Center. They're getting 200 stacks. They're getting 200 grand. This is free money because they ain't having no other events up in there. Amway Center enjoys the money, but also Full Sail is having shows there as a newsworthy post-TakeOver 30 edition of WWE NXT was uh, before we filmed this the night prior. Uh, Chrissy Love, you love to hit the drums for these ratings, so I will tell you the ratings for WWE NXT. Hit the drums, Chrissy. So for, I believe it is week 48 of the Wednesday Night War, but no Wednesday Night War this week again as NXT was unopposed by AEW. So NXT got a whopping 824,000 viewers (laughs) on Wednesday on on their own, keeping up that 800,000 streak. WWE NXT, I have to say this, and I said this to, uh, I think it was Chrissy off camera, one of the best episodes of NXT the whole year because... For once, so many things happened. Things happened. And that's what I've been wanting from NXT. I said before, I write these reviews for NXT and I'm like, nothing happened. So it's like one or two lines. This is like four lines deep. Uh, short Show kicked off with Karrion Cross relinquishing the NXT championship due to that shoulder injury that we talked about from TakeOver 30. GM William Regal announces probably what's going to be the WWE match of the year as it's Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor versus Adam Cole, as Adam Cole called it, the Mount Rushmore of NXT in a Mm -hmm. fatal four-way 60-minute Iron Man match to determine the new NXT champion. Ciampa returned on this edition and turned heel, brutally assaulting uh, Jake Atlas. Unfortunately, that was their use of Jake Atlas on this show, uh, Darnell. I mean, Uh, he's a a, a fucking cop lover, so a cop lover attacking a gay man and a a Mexican gay man, honestly, on par. I, I didn't think. <laughs> <laughs> Zango defeated uh, Imperium to become the new NXT Tag Team Champions. Kyle O'Reilly teases a face turn for the first time after defeating Drake Maverick and not joining the UE in a breakdown of Drake Maverick. Uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez defeated Io Shirai and Rhea Ripley in the main event after uh, interference from Mercedes Martinez and one of the best feuds. In all of NXT continued, Robert Stone versus the Tank as Robert Stone was run over by Shotzi Blackheart's Tank for the third time. <sighs> We're going to miss you, Robert Stone. You get getting ran over by this Tank. You're going to sh- live a short life. But what were your guys' thoughts on WWE NXT this week? Chrissy Love, I will start with you. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I thought 
Yeah, the episode was great. Excuse me. Um, okay, you're a mother. Thank you. See, no, you see, that's the stuff you say I'm sorry for. You see, she got caught eating. You know what I mean? That's the stuff you say I'm sorry for. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Let pop up in the room. You can't say sorry for that. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> um, I thought the, actually, the episode was good. For the fact, like you said, um, SP, everything had a point and it tied with something like things happen and it's going to now go into the next following week where we not understand what's going on on this show because NXT was just felt like it was just being put together I'm going to get this, you know, it's like Yahtzee you know, you shake it in the stuff and you put out the thing <laughs> and out and that's what happened on NXT so for this episode and they, and they got the ratings, you know, because one, everyone can watch a show and, um, but they probably was turning back and forth with, no, the playoffs didn't come on yesterday because they boycotted. Anywho. Um, <laughs> respect. Yeah, respect, <laughs> right. Um, what I'm trying to say is that the show was actually pretty good. I wish they had more episodes like this. And I can't wait for that one hour Iron Man match. I knew, I thought Ciampa was going to come back at, on NXT MOM for TakeOver, but I'm happy he didn't come back for that because he came back on NXT Wednesday. So I think it, it, it's been tying it. They're doing it really, really good. If you keep it up this way, let it stay on this, 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 plat, this, this way. We can have great takeover shows. I mean, NXT shows to you know to come. Uh, Darnell, I will ask you. What was your thoughts on the main event with uh, your girl Dakota Kai in the main event getting a big win with Raquel Gonzalez, as well as we also had Shotzi Blackheart defeat uh, Mia Yim in a very fun match. I love that match. That was a lot of fun. What was your thoughts on the women's uh, segments on NXT? I think they do a good job of doing multi-woman segments, and I think what people forget is that multi-segments isn't necessarily just matches. Yes. Uh, it it is it is it is promos. It is uh, little backstage interactions. Um, you know, uh, I like to say that one of the reasons why Trish and Lita were so popular was not just because they got a lot of time. It was also because they interacted with men. And I know that's a weird thing to say, but like when you see the interaction of these two different people, and you know, Mercedes interactions with Robert and. Um, it really sort of brings everything to a whole. I thought the woman killed it like usual. I think the NXT women's roster is arguably the, the best, best women's division uh, around. Uh, I think That's it's phenomenal. Uh, I, I do want to say uh, the 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 takeover match, the um, what do you call it? The the determining match to take over for uh, carrying crosses NXT title. Is definitely a match I would have done at like 14 on WWE No Mercy. Like a 60 minute <laughs> fatal four way match. Um, you know, there's going to be 97 fucking finishers in that damn match. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's a little disheartening when you sit and you look at it and you're just like, oh, it's a bunch of white dudes. It is very disheartening because there's yeah. only been two black champions uh, and one yeah. other. Two, two people, uh, people, other people of color, Andrade and Nakamura, and yeah. like, so you, it is a little disheartening that like it's not an opportunity to put someone new in that position. I would have loved yeah. to see someone like Bronson Reed uh, mm. get a shot and something like that because uh, you know I got it, Champa. You you love your forty five minute matches. I get it, um, but like uh, I think this is. Uh, one of the opportunities where they could have, because it just seems like going back to the status quo. 
Yeah. You had Carrion and Keith Lee as the, your two guys, and now you're just going back to the, the same old people. four guys. Yep. Same old four guys. This is this is a time where they really should have capitalized on all of this new talent that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, I'll give it back to I, Keith Lee. I, you know what? I want Keith to be on the main roster. I think Keith, Keith, right clearly Vince likes him. Now Vince might want to put a shirt on him and change his music. But he likes him enough to have him come up and wrestle Randy Orton. Like that's exactly. a big deal. Yeah, so I you're think right. that they they actually his three his three interactions on the main roster is Survivor Series where he went one on one with Roman Reigns. It's the Royal Rumble where he went one on one with Brock Lesnar. Main event and it's his debut where he had a promo and went one on one with Randy Orton. They clearly like him. Yeah. Like yeah. um they need to work out some of the uh, kinks they have with his presentation uh, because I do agree that Keith Lee is someone who uh, transcends everything because he's just that damn good. Um, yeah, give me someone else for these these damn like takeover matches. I'm tired of seeing Johnny and 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 you know Blue Lives Matter guy wrestle all the goddamn time. Give <laughs> <laughs> something new. He wants something else to sink his teeth into. What was your thoughts? What was your thoughts on uh, uh, NXT this week, Top Guy JJ? Um, I I'm gonna call. I'm just gonna go on a on a limb right now and say I swear to God, this Fatal Four Way match means absolutely nothing if Finn Balor doesn't win it. That part, like like the the whole. I mean, um, like did did it's like Finn Balor has the right. So Finn Balor has had the most meaningful, meaningless takeover victories ever since he's been back. Hopefully this leads to it being a full circle comeback because the other three guys don't need this win. They don't need it. I'm just being real. Neither one of them needs the shit. What the fuck is Finn Balor back in NXT for if he does not take this title home in this fatal four-way epic match that's supposed to come? Why are you back in NXT? Why? I, I just want Finn Balor to stop cutting these insider uh, promos uh, talking about how people 18 to 49 uh, uh, watch him when they don't. I'm, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I thought you were going to say I want him to stop doing his interests like that because no. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I know. I'm pleased to your interest where it's clear where we're pointing at. It's the best interest in wrestling history. It is. Like, I'm like, hello. The, uh, the only, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> the, only, the only thing I want him to stop is these insider promos where he's saying things that only wrestling fans like us understand and not the entire wrestling fan base. But Just, just unfortunate for Karrion Cross too, man. Like, I, I yeah, mean, it, I feel so bad just, for him. Yeah. It, it was like, all right, we thought the push was a little... I thought the push was a little forced. It was a little yes. too soon. But we knew it was coming. It's like, we knew it was coming. Fuck it, yeah, let's just get it. And then to see what type of matches he's going to get, what type of challenges he's going to get. But now that he doesn't even get to wear his ring attire for one match as champion, that's, that sucks. Like, that's I, literally the Finn Balor story when he became universal Balor, champion. Yeah. Like, it, it's, so, it's so unfortunate to see shit like that. I, I, yeah, I agree. But you know what? Sorry, this is a weird side tangent. But uh, the carrying cross thing is so interesting because it's such a, like, um, I don't know why they keep doing this, but I, I miss the old days of NXT where the people who were homegrown talent won shit. Like, yeah. it's like, here's a new indie guy. 
here's the belt. What is this? Impact? Like it's, it's <laughs> here's the belt. Here's the belt. Uh, and I will I will always hold firm that while I don't care for him now, but Ty Dillinger should have been an NXT champion and Tyler Breeze should have been an NXT champion. Like where is the where is these young people who are NXT like performance center people getting these opportunities to win these belts? Why is it always a new indie guy that comes in? Give me something new. Yeah, I mean, I I totally agree with you. That's why I got to say congratulations to Tyler Breeze after a thousand, a thousand something matches in NXT. I think it was 1,500 or something like that. Oh my God, that's your first title win on the main. He's He's been in NXT. That's his first title win. Congratulations to him. Breeze Angles was well-deserved. And Imperium, I, I unfortunately, you guys got to go back to NXT UK. So I understand the move. That, that still exists? Yes, it does. It's coming back in September. My friends and talent relations are that. He's the producer of it. So it very much so it exists, even though it doesn't exist very well, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's just still around. And speaking of people uh, returning and people that we don't really, uh, probably uh, Darnell doesn't watch at all, uh, Austin Theory returned to NXT last night after being sucks. Off- being off of TV for two months, uh, Wrestling Observer Radio reported he was off of TV due to allegations from the Speaking speaking Out movement. Uh, we also had uh, several segments cut from Raw this week. Notable, a big portion of Raw Underground was cut, as well as the word uh, is Vince McMahon made major rewrites in the morning. It was his birthday, so he just woke up. He was like, oh. happy Happy birthday, and he ripped up the script from Monday Night Raw, and then uh, when he arrived at the building, he made a whole new script again, but the final script from Monday Night Raw did not come out until past 8pm, and this is per Fightful Select. Speaking of Monday Night Raw, they drew a 2.028 million rating, uh, the highest since the post-WrestleMania 36 episode, so the Thunderdome has an impact on the ratings. (laughs) Speaking of Thunderdome's impact on ratings. SmackDown uh, drew 2.198 million viewers. And that was their highest in four months as well. So... Anybody home on a Friday? (laughs) Pandemic or not? They outside socially distanced drinking. They don't want to be in the house. To the 2.198 million. That's their highest in four months. What's the difference? The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome is having an impact on the ratings. That's what it's all about. Thunderdome is fucking cool. Good job, WWE, doing something good. Like, that shit is cool. The name sucks, though. No, it doesn't. I get to say Thunderdome every single time. Like, I love it. You know what? It is so WCW 1997, and I love it. I love it. I love Thunder it too. Thunderdome sounds important. It does. <laughs> it, does. It, sounds, it sounds so ridiculous. It works. Uh, it sounds like Thor in the whole are about to wrestle. Pretty yeah. much. WWE acknowledges uh, the departure of Renee Young on the Smack- on the SummerSlam kickoff show, and she receives a very nice farewell this week on the bump. It was beautiful. Check it out if you haven't already. Aleister Black turned heel on Monday Night Raw, beating uh, down Kevin Owens, and this is apparently was a change to booking due to Rey Mysterio re-signing with the company as KO was supposed to feud with Seth Rollins, and once uh, th- once again, but. 
it got scrapped, and now he's going to feud with Alistair Back. And this is according to Wrestling Observer. AEW News, AEW was able to book Thunder Rosa due to Tony Khan calling up NWA president Billy Corgan to bring uh, Rosa in. And Corgan agreed to help help uh, build exposure for his company. And this was something planned for weeks, apparently. And once again, the schedule for AEW Dynamite upcoming due to the NBA playoffs, which is back on, as, as someone said on Twitter, I guess the NBA players just wanted to make a statement for a night instead of the whole season but I that's a, they actually still, that is a different story they're still having meetings about it so hey, hey it's art they've already announced that it's back on so uh the wednesday uh september 2nd that's going to be next week they're going to be uh running unopposed from nxt as nxt is going to have that super tuesday nxt with that fatal four-way match then we got all out on saturday september 5th so next week's true hill heat we will be previewing all out and Wednesday, September 9th, they'll be back on Wednesday, late night on Wednesday, uh, September 16th. Thursday, they're going to have back-to-back nights on uh, Wednesday the 16th. And then Thursday, uh, September 17th, will be another edition of Dynamite. And then they'll be back to every Wednesday following that, according to right now. We don't know how the schedule is going to change. New Japan Pro Wrestling, uh, they introduced a fan remote cheering system, similar to the piped-in crowd for noise for WWE and AEW, as well as former MLW champion Tom Lawler will make his uh, New Japan Strong Day this week impact wrestling news alex shelley is mentoring the rascals behind the scenes for impact that's very great i love i love seeing uh older wrestlers helping out the younger wrestlers like I that alex alex shelley he's been doing so much and just spreading so much positivity i just love him he's awesome uh fightful select reports that eddie edwards will verse ken shamrock is reportedly being considered for the main event of impact bound for glory in october what? Uh, yes 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 i was <laughs> Ken Shamrock is still getting main events? What the hell? It's it's 2020, but Ken Shamrock, yes, is still getting main events. And ROH News is 13 of the 16 competitors in the Pure Title Tournament uh, will be Jay Lethal, Jonathan Grisham, Matt Seidel, David Finley, Tracy Williams, Josh Woods, Wheeler Utah, uh, Tony Deppin, uh, PJ Black, Rocky Romero, Rust taylor kenny king and dalton castle and our other wrestling news warrior wrestling announces stadium series on saturday september 12th the 19th and the 26th so they will have all stadium shows three back-to-back saturdays and that is one of the uh promotions that we are sponsoring so shout out to warrior wrestling and now we have our preview for the weekend the weekend like we said at the top of the show we'll have independent wrestling or expo from dallas texas night one we'll have jacob fatu versus chris aldis lance archer versus chandler hopkins also matt seidel versus lowrider versus jordan oliver versus jake logan night two we'll have nick aldis defending the nwa world heavyweight championship in a triple threat versus jeff cobb and the winner of a battle royal on night one brian pillman jr will verse sean spears ace austin will verse alex alex zane uh, thunder rosa as we talked about before she will be on this card and she'll be versing alex garcia brian cage of adw will verse sam adonis and the injustice myron reed and uh J- jordan oliver will verse jake something and kurt stallion and you can order both of those shows on fight tv like we said before for 15 dollars and since we've been uh having so much words about new japan and the 40 minute matches we gotta talk about new japan pro wrestling summer struggle finale 
from Jenku Stadium. It's the final uh, big show that they're going to have in a big stadium for the first time in months. They're going to have uh, their biggest attendance yet. We're going to see Master Yato versus Kanamura, as well as the Never Openweight Championship matchup. I got to get your thoughts on this one, Top Guy JJ. You're going to see Shingo Takagi defending the title against Minoru Suzuki. What are your thoughts on that one? Who's going to die? <laughs> like, 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 are they both going? Like, there's better be an ambulance on deck. I tell you that shit. Yeah. There's better be an ambulance on deck. You talk about hard hitting. Oh my god! Like, I don't even think they know how to kayfabe matches. Like, this is just gonna be a fucking gruesome. If there's no blood in this match, I will be epically surprised. I, I agree. This one, uh, so many people wanted it to be an explosion match because uh, Japan is known for their explosion matches in stadiums. So a lot of people wanted that in this one. But this is going to be an explosion when those two guys hit each other, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> IWGP heavyweight tag team titles, Zack Sabre Jr. and Taishi will defend against Hiroshi Tadahashi and Koto Obushi. I don't know if you guys have seen. Have you guys seen Koto Obushi? It's yeah, just- that dude is jacked. Uh, jacked. And then someone today on, on, on Beyonce's internet had the gall <laughs> to say that Kodo wasn't attractive. What? What? <laughs> oh my god. Baby. All you right, should have said so that in Nature Food. I'm just in like, Miami I, business. I, 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 I'm not even, you know the thing is, is that I'm, uh, I, I love my lady to death, but damn. Kodo Ibushi is a, he, 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 he's a gentleman for a, for, for a Japanese guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's definitely a ladies <laughs> man. I'm like, shit, if I was Japanese, I want to look like him. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said this before on, on a podcast. I was like, Koda is like such an interesting person because he reminds me of like just the type of person that's just sort of like has no thought process about like women or men or non-binary. Yep. He's just like, ooh, a hole? Like, just <laughs> 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 so happy to be there with a consenting adult. Uh, uh, but like, Dude looks amazing. Uh, it's funny too because looking at the list, I know all these people. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, know, I mean, look, man, car, look. I'm very shocked. Look, I man. It, it, it look. It, if you don't like, if you don't like the guy, you don't like the guy. But damn, to say that 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 guy is not attractive, you just a hater. Yeah. Pretty you much just a hater. <laughs> I need my glasses, apparently. Yeah, let's get right. some bifocals. <laughs> I mean, I wish I wish I was walking out the pandemic like Koto Obushi is. So yeah, you know what I mean. Teach his own. Teach his own. Fatal four way for the King of Pro Wrestling title, the new title in New Japan is going to be Kazuka Okada versus Sanada versus El Desperado versus Tori Yano. Um, a lot of people are saying our catchphrase here on this match, uh, Chrissy Love, Okada wins. LOL. Do you think so? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like all of them all wrestled already for this whole pandemic already. So I'm like, okay, we're going to do it again? Sure, why not? <laughs> well, this is going to determine their first ever King of Pro Wrestling title. So we'll see who wins this one. Uh, and then we have the top two matches. It's going to be IWGP Junior Heavyweight title, Oromo Takahashi versus tai, uh, Taiji Ishimori, which is going to be a great classic matchup. And then finally, IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental titles are on the line. Evil versus Tensuya Naito, the battle of the former members of LIJ. Who do you think wins this one? I'll get you th- everybody's prediction for this main event matchup, Evil or Naito, starting with you, Darnell. 
Um, I think uh, evil just because he's evil. Uh, I do also want to say I love Hiromu Takahashi. I think he's the best wrestler in the world, and I think he's an example of like really good professional wrestling and all the good things of wrestling, like glamour, glitz, just being adorable, having <laughs> a cat named Daryl. Uh, I he's my favorite him and what's his name Goto are my favorite wrestlers in New Japan Pro Wrestling and I know Goto's a weird weird choice but I love him so much and I hope he wins. Uh, but yeah, evil because it, again it shocked me when he like turned heel and everyone was like, oh my god! I was like, well, the motherfucker's name is Evil. Right. Like, <laughs> what did you think? It's like no, he's evil. It's like oh my god, Ultron, how are you bad? Look at him. <laughs> My sentiments exactly. Uh, Chrissy Love. <laughs> I'm definitely. I'm going the same. Evil. Uh, top guy, JJ. Oh man, as much as I want to see Naito get regain this, I definitely see Evil holding down this title until Wrestle Kingdom. I'm gonna go with the. I'm gonna go different from you guys, and I'm gonna pick Naito to win back the title. Even though I believe Gato hates uh, Naito, and I, I believe so too. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I saw an interesting question. And I saw the issue. Who do you guys think has it rougher, Tensuyo Naito fans or Sasha Banks fans? Because both think that their Booker hates their their favorite wrestler. Oh, it, no, Sasha Banks. She's a black woman. Uh, so, yeah. like, but, like, I, it is true. Since I started watching, I've only seen, like, honestly, like, seven shows ever of New Japan Pro Wrestling. But I know all these people, and I know what's going on uh, for the past couple of years. But, like, that motherfucker lost all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it was like Okada and Kenny Omega were, like, they were Beyonce and Kelly, and he was Michelle, just in the background, stumbling. That's the uh, that, 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 best, best analogy I've heard about New that, That's why, like, if you said, you said specifically Naito fans or Sasha Banks fans, I think Naito fans have had it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they're always, like, almost there. Like, they, that's they're, the like, point. they're like, they're like, I, I I'm getting a t- I'm getting the rain. I'm getting it's like here's oh, the fuck. tip. Like like yeah, hit hit is hit is hit is hit. Oh, hold on, I pull back. I'm pull back. Pull back. Pull back, <laughs> pull back, pull back for another few. Pull back for another few months. <laughs> pull, here, live on Pornhub for a while. Get your nuts that way. <laughs> like wow, Sasha has never even experienced winning since yeah. she has won her. So it's like. She wins the title. It's like kind of a pattern that you kind of know that this is happening already. You yeah. got even Michael Cole announcing the shit on SmackDown and on pay per views. Like shit is fucked up for Sasha. Yeah, no, you're right. It's 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 rough for both of them, but I probably agree. Sasha's got it a little bit rougher. And then we will run through what's a very small lineup right now. We know they're gonna ha- add on more matches after SmackDown, but this is the matches that we have right now for WWE Payback. Yes, WWE has a pay per view one week after SummerSlam. After SummerSlam? Yes, they do. Uh, Keith Lee will get his rematch against Randy Orton. Who you got? Let's go all around. Uh, Darnell, who you got? Keith Lee or Randy Orton? Keith. They're going to give it to Keith. Uh, top guy, JJ? Randy Orton is going to win by cheating. Uh, Miss Chrissy Love? Um, I'm going with uh, Orton for the win. I'm going to go with Keith Lee. We got WWE United States Championship on the line. A- Apollo Crews defends against Bobby Lashley. Who you got, Chrissy? Apollo Cruz. Uh, Darnell. I'm rooting for everybody black. <laughs> I, I, 
my, my brother, my, my brother. My wife says only black wrestlers go for the United States Championship, which is either a good or a bad thing. Oh, I'm gonna go with Bobby uh, Lashley in this one. Who you got, uh, Top Guy? JJ? I mean, we said it before SummerSlam. This title was made for Bobby Lashley, so Apollo Cruz was the placeholder of the new title. So it's going to Bobby. Damn. Yep. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship is on the line. Sasha Banks and Bailey will defend against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. She wished me a happy birthday, so I'm going with Shayna Baszler in this one. Whoever her partner is. Whoever her partner is. Uh, Darnell, who you got? Uh, Sasha and Bailey because Nia and Shayna will fuck up and then that leads to their feud. Yep. Top guy, JJ? Nia, yo, Nia and Shayna has absolutely no fucking reason to win this match whatsoever. Sasha mm-hmm. and Bailey. They, no, you're not fucking up this storytelling yep. for this. Yep. Whatever you call these two of a tag team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Miss Chrissy Love? Definitely going with uh, Banks and Bailey. And then finally, the main event. Yes, it is the big dog getting his shot at the title he never lost, the Universal Championship, the title he should have won at WrestleMania uh, versus the new champion Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman. I am going with the big dog, Roman Reigns. Who you got, top guy, JJ? I am definitely going with The Fiend, continuing the burial of Braun Strowman. So, The Fiend is going to win, but beat Braun Strowman. Roman will not lose in this match. Mm. But you got Miss Chrissy Love. I definitely, definitely agree with JJ on that. Roman is not going to be nowhere near this whole pen or whatever that, yeah. It's too fresh. He's he's still he still just got back. He's not getting beat by nobody. But the thing will and like JJ said. And Darnell, uh, Bray uh, pins Braun Strowman, leading to Braun and Roman side feud. Uh, eventually, Roman gets his belt back that he never lost around uh, Survivor Series. Yep. I, I, I might, yeah, I'm gonna change my pick since everybody won. But this is one I will agree with you guys. Yeah, the fiend probably wins here. He just won the title. That is true. I'm just, I, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to. I just I, know they're gonna give the belt to Roman at the right time. Yeah, I right. want Roman to win though. All right, so a plug, <laughs> a plug for our lineup: an all new Wednesday Night Warriors going raw with Drunk Guy JJ and Drunk Dark Power will be out this weekend. Right now, you guys can enjoy and check out our All Elite recap for that special Saturday Dynamite with uh, Marcus Cash and Jimmy Macaram. Marcus Cash called it one of the best episodes of Dynamite, so you can check out why he said that on this edition uh, pay per view roundtable for NXT Takeover. Over 30 as well as WWE SummerSlam is up on the channel right now and the latest edition of J News Japan and True Rewind this week coming up on uh, Sunday and Monday you can check out our New Japan Pro Wrestling Summer Strongle Jenku finale uh, pay-per-view roundtable as well as WWE Payback pay-per-view roundtable they will be up on the channel next week Darnell Tell the great people where they can follow you on social media. Tell them about Uncanny Attractions one more time before we sign off. Uh, you can follow me on uh, at Twitter at Dinolicious. You can also follow Uncanny Attractions, which I run that account, uh, at un- 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 oh my gosh at Uncanny underscore Attract. Uh, that's on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we will have, we will, well, by this comes out, we've already announced our new show. Uh, Uncanny Traction Drives and Dropkicks, The Wrestlers Take Manhattan, a fully cinematic experience. Uh, that's on September 9th, 10 p.m., IWTV. Uh, please watch from beginning to end so all of our proceeds, that uh, all of the profits that we get, we can give to the Trans Woman of Color Collective and save our stages. Uh, also, don't forget that 
Yeah, by the, when this airs. Uh, it'll be this Friday. Uh, MB Young's Polycope 2 uh, Uncanny Attractions presents. Uh, that will be in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on Twitch. Uh, Uncanny Promotions is a Twitch channel. Uh, what time is it? I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> no one else knows because it's a secret because uh, we don't want anyone to shut us down. Uh, but that will be uh, this Friday, September 5th. Uh, so please enjoy. Uh, and then the most important thing, as I, I, I know I harp about diversity as much as humanly possible. Make sure you realize that your voice is actually super important and your wallet is even more important. Only mm. support companies that actually showcase the type of diversity you want to see. Because once you do that, they understand and they realize it because you actually have the power to be the change that you want to see in wrestling. Thank you so much, Darnell. You are one of our best uh, guest hosts that we've ever had. We love your energy. We love your energy. We love the heat. We love that you're drinking. We love it all. (laughs) So thank you. You are welcome back on the show anytime, good brother. When we get together, when we come together live, I'm telling you, man. Yes, you have to do that. That 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 ten minute that ten minute experience that's gonna be a line to remember. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) You know, I'm just you know I'm a trendsetter. What can I say? You know, we might have to repeat that line for them forty seven minute match lovers. You know. That's me. Just give uh, me my good <laughs> shit, yo. Miss <laughs> Chrissy yeah, Love. Minutes and fifty nine seconds, y'all. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I tried my best to get that done. You've done it well. Where can they follow you online? Um, I am the sensation, Miss Chrissy Love. You can check me out. I'm one of the uh, co-hosts on True Hill Heat, which airs uh, Friday or Saturday. Um, I am one of the hosts of SmackDown with the Lynches, which will be back. Um, when my kids are, you know, being good, um, uh, uh, you can find me on IG and Twitter, uh, uh, Chrissy Love underscore or Miss Chrissy Love, and Facebook. Top Guy JJ. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, True Hill underscore Top Guy JJ. Facebook, I'm just Justin Johnson, and of course, I'm back here, bitches. I'm back in my little saddle. You know what I mean? It's good to be, it's good to be back with the fellas. Good to be back back with you. And, and yes, it has been an absolute pleasure, my brother Donnell. Like you, you brought a lot to today's show, man. I love yes, it. Yes, I love it. Thank yes. you for having me. I really appreciate it. I can't this, wait to meet you in person. This was the way yes. to celebrate our three-year anniversary for sure. You brought yes. so much energy and made this a great episode. You guys can follow the True Hills on Facebook as well as True Hill Heat on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is at True Hill Heat. Uh, our good friends at Battle Club Pro, you can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well as Warrior Wrestling as well as Wrestling Travel. They are on all three platforms, so check all of our good friends out on there as well as our new partner independent um, independent wrestling expo i have a great interview with kyle hessler that's going to be up on the youtube channel to promote that show on youtube you can follow you can push the subscribe button you got the icard down at the bottom you can push that to subscribe to this channel push the bell to stay notified and you can follow all of our friends battle club pro warrior wrestling wrestling travel uh our chrissy loves favorite youtube channel my battery is dying with marcus cash uh jimmy macaram has his youtube channel congrats to alex mccarthy who was on true hill heat 87 he just reached a thousand subscribers on uh youtube as well as 
Tom Collihu just reached 500 subscribers on YouTube, so shout out to him. If you're not able to watch us on YouTube, you can listen to True Hill Heat on all your favorite platforms podcast platforms so until next week for true hill heat 90 when we preview all out signing off for true hill heat 89 for our very special guest darnell mitchell the fabulous fashionista for miss chrissy love for the returning top guy jj it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 and we are signing off until next time Peace.